horrible for my waist, but so good. Well, yeah, man. It's like when I go to the Irish Rover, I always get to the, um, oh, what is it? The, uh, the fried egg inside deep fried. Scotch, this, oh, it's the scotch egg. Scotch egg. Thank you. you. Did you say mushrooms? No, I meant the sausage. I don't know why I said mushrooms. Okay, good. I was like, wait a second. I think there were mushrooms in those. I do want to try one of those one time. Oh, it's delicious. I mean, the very thought of it is clogging my arteries as we speak, but it's. So- well, I'll tell you what. One day, let's go to Irish Rover because I love that place. Well, I've not been in a long time. We can't do it yet. Well, We're I know we can't yet, but one yeah. day. Yeah. When, when they start doing indoor seating again. Mm-hmm. Irish Rover's not doing indoor seating right now? Mm-mm. It's too cramped in there. Oh. But man, one of my favorite beers is there, the Red Rover. I love that beer. That's good. Um, I like. Um, Oh, shit, I like most of the beers there. You know, I bought some beer for St. Patrick's Day and I totally forgot to put it in the fridge, so I haven't had it yet. It? It's um, a Guinness with coffee in it. I've seen those. I've seen those. I don't like, like Guinness, though. Okay. <clears throat> so I discovered something new in the car that I think is kind of cool. What's that? It gave me a Hulu account or it gave me access to a Hulu account. So I was watching Deadpool in there. <laughs> The surround sound in that car watching a movie is better than a movie theater. Wow. wow. Because, I mean, instead of like being in a movie theater where all the speakers are like really far away, they're all right there. Oh, and yeah. Right. And speakers. So, like, you hear every, I mean, it sounded really fucking cool. I'm like, this is really neat. That's awesome. So, watching watching movies in the car would be pretty cool. We might have to watch Godzilla versus, because uh, we. she also gave us her, um, her HBO Max account. Nice. nice. Godzilla versus King Kong movie. Yeah, oh. I downloaded the Deadpool movies on my Plex server for that very reason because it's just so fun to revisit. We started watching Mad Max Fury Road last night. Is that entire movie all AI? Or not AI, uh, CGI? Um, like, if you're asking, Does do they have practical, practical effects? I believe so. Most of it is CG. Okay. Couldn't get into it last night, but I'll we'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot again some other time. Again, it doesn't. It, I wish there was some sort of plot that it, it kind of gives you like even like five minutes or three minutes of like blah 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 when this happened and this happened and this is what's going on and then you then it takes over with with whatever. But nothing. I'm like I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I, I can see that. That's, that is one of the things, one of those movies that I hate when people tell me this, but you just kind of got to push through it. Yeah. And I, I wanted to, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a video game. And while that's fine and all, I don't know if I'm in the mood for that right now. That's fair. We watched Training Day instead. She hadn't seen that. Oh, that's fun. I haven't oh, seen that one. Oh, Training Day's good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of movies, what I did watch on St. Patrick's Day was my dad made a post about watching The Quiet Man on Facebook. So I looked at it, I found it on on TV. That's the one I was talking about, the John Wayne John Wayne movie set in Ireland. Mm-hmm. It the the end of that movie, oh my God, you guys would crack the hell up. You've got to see it. Okay, I'll check it out. And I am not a John Wayne fan, but the end of the movie is just like the best thing ever. Speaking of John Wayne, have you guys seen the remake of True Grit? No, but I want to. It's fantastic. Yeah, I've heard it was good. Okay, I've got something to show you guys that I got sent last night. Alrighty. But for some reason, it would not send in my email, so I'm going to have to do it over my phone. 
Oh, that's cute. It's a baby. It's a baby. Another baby. It's a baby. That's my great niece. I know. We know who she is. She's so cute. I can't stand it. Okay, so my um, remember I told you my stepmom fell down the stairs last weekend. Yeah. So she had to have surgery yesterday. They put in they put in a plate and six screws in her ankle. Um, she broke her fibula. Yeah. So my poor stepmom is like literally laid up, which is like total revenge on my dad for all the years she's taking care of him. <laughs> a weird bone to break, too. Yeah. She must have she must have got it good because that's the whole reason my dad moved the laundry upstairs was that she wouldn't have to walk downstairs. Well, I think that bone breaks from uh, torsion. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Um, I think yeah, I think a twisting motion is what snaps that one. So right, and um, so me being the person I am, I had to send her some. My, my stepmom loves her flowers. She has plants everywhere, and she loves when people send her flowers. And I haven't sent flowers to anybody in like twenty years. But I was no, she doesn't want us to come see her. She's in a cranky mood. I'm sending her some flowers. That's I think it's thoughtful in that situation. I've never sent anyone flowers, um, but I think in that situation, it's thoughtful to do. Well, and I wanted to make them really simple so my dad couldn't mess them up because she's the kind of likes to go pick the pieces and make sure all the dead parts are off of them while she's looking at them. So I found this really cute, um, it's a yellow pitcher, like water pitcher, fill of sunflowers. Okay. And those are easy. Those are harder to kill and harder to die off. Yeah, that's true. They're hardier plants. So um, she's going to get those sometime today and be very happy. Good. So, Mike, would you rather go to um, tap room for first, or um, I got I prefer to go to tap room first if you're down with it. Okay, we'll do it. Cool. Where else are you guys going? Tap room, and then I got in right. So, Mike Warner, he joined us at Tony's grave last year. Yeah, he's going to come out today. He wants to. I was telling about the Tesla a while back, and he wants to go for a ride. So I was like, "Well, come out to brunch." So. That's cool. He's going to join us at brunch. He's been, he's had a lot of wife and kid time and he's like, I just need friend time. I'm like, dude, come uh, on. Understand. I totally understand that after all the, the world's been through. Oh, speaking of which, you remember how I was telling you I was having problems getting in for a vaccine? Yeah. Charter has, is gathering the list of anybody who wants one to um, submit for essential workers so that we all get put first in line. Oh, sweet. You want to come to Lexington? I can get, you can probably get a, an appointment Wednesday. Yeah. Lexington. I mean, I, I got I got mine on Wednesday morning. But I live in Louisville. I mean, um, Indiana matter. though. Oh, so, so do I. They didn't even check. For they didn't. This. They didn't even look at my ID. I walked in and they were like, "What's your name? All right, is this your date of birth? Yep. All right, here you go. Sign this and initial this and go there." And I walked there and got stuck. And well, I have a feeling they're submitting the list on Tuesday. And now that they're opening those that other major site at Papa John's. I have a feeling spots are going to open up real quick on the because we're going in for the Luvax site, not for the individual sites. I don't think the Papa John's one is open until the twelfth. Yeah, but they're well. I mean, it doesn't matter because they're 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 only sending it on Tuesday, so it's going to take them a few days. Mm-hmm. And if I'm working at home and not going anywhere, I can wait another week or two. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, when I got mine, I mean, I do work in Lexington and I do live in Lexington, and I've got proof that I do live there, so I, I mm-hmm. could. I could have probably, the only thing is I'm not an essential worker, but I said that I fell under it because I want to drive Uber and public transportation is one of the criteria for one C, but I think that's, that's for like truck drivers or bus drivers and stuff like that. 
No, I think I think I think gig economy uh, driver. Yeah, I think they get it too. Um, but that's so I went ahead and put in. Uh, I I put that. But they didn't ask me anything. Like I gave them my address and I brought pieces of mail that had that I had that I had stuff delivered to, and mm-hmm. so I had my stuff there just in case I needed it. But they didn't ask for it. Well, and because I'm, I work in telecommunications, I am classified as essential worker. Yep, me too. And and, if, and and honestly, I might even get it sooner in Indiana because they're at 45 right now. I bet you in the next week they go down to 40. And then with my body mass, I'm on their list. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Have you seen the numbers with Biden? Biden, we hit 100 million doses in his first 100 days. So they're ahead of schedule. Uh, it hasn't even been 100 days yet. 100 days of his. It has. Has it? January 21st. It hasn't, oh, yeah. been, okay. it hasn't been a hundred days, like within a hundred days, he's had a hundred thousand or a hundred, a hundred million um, doses. That's pretty good considering mm-hmm. there's only 200 and what, 60 million more to go. Yeah. I mean, and that's total population. So right. probably aren't going to get it. No. We'll have some dead people by then. And uh, well, we'll also, see. also that I believe that number includes children and children aren't cleared to get the vaccine yet. They're doing a lot. They're, they're in like, what do they say? Like round two of three phase testing on children right now. Yeah. That's what last I heard on NPR, but all right. right. Yeah. For whatever that worth. Although I think it's hilarious that Trump actually finally came out and said, Hey, you need to get a shot. I knew I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw that. I don't know if you saw my, uh, my memory from a year ago was talking about, Hey, mm-hmm. it, back then they were like, yeah, we just need to, we just need to socially distance for 14 days. If we can do this, we can, we can prevent the spread. And 14 days has turned into a year, almost 14 months. Yep. Yeah. I sent my dad a text saying, you know, telling him about me getting the vaccine. He's like, that just means they're gonna make you go back to work soon. And I'm like, actually it doesn't dad. Because there's still lots of people who don't want it, and my building is huge, and they're not going to bring me back just because I have a vaccine. Right, and they can't force people to do it. So, mm-hmm. which sucks because I really, I mean, as much as I miss my coworkers and I love being around my coworkers because I really have awesome coworkers, I really don't mind being at home. <laughs> right. My box looks different. It's kind of nice. Well, and especially with your mobility issues, that's mm-hmm. a lot better of a context for you i think well i'm actually on the other spectrum of that because i've noticed that my my balance and my ability to do things has gone down greatly since i've been at home because i've not been walking around yeah i've been practicing mm-hmm. that makes sense i didn't think of that i mean like i was i mean it was, last year this time i could go through the grocery store and not have anything hurt mm-hmm now I'm like halfway in and I have to stop and like bend my back a few times, like lean over the cart. I'm just, I'm starting to hurt. And I built, I mean, I could feel those muscles going away and I know I've gained weight. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to go back. Well, I thought- now that it's getting warmer, I think it would probably be conducive if you just went out and walked more. I would, if I didn't have potholes every third step of my street. Oh yeah. Cause the ice, I didn't think of that. Yeah. I mean, it's my street. Cause our community takes care of our street mm-hmm. and they will come fill them eventually. But like I was driving yesterday and I'm just like, Oh my God, these things have gotten huge. There's one that's like 
almost the size of like, I have to like rearrange my tires over it. So I don't go through it. It's so deep. Yeah. There's one like that in my neighborhood too, that I've got to mm-hmm. really be really careful around because that's going to pop that tire in a second. Well, and that happened to me. I hit one on um, Ormsby coming, coming the road next to it. And I, I went out my lunch break to check my car and I sure enough, my tire was flat. And thankfully the, the two, my t- two new guys at the time I was training them on workforce management. So like, we'll fix it for you, Michelle. I'm like, okay, great. Well, it turns out my flat, my, my um spare was flat. No, that sucks. Oh, no, no. It was okay though. Cause one of those coworkers had a um, pump in his car, like one of the automatic ones. So he pumped up my tire. Then they changed my tire. <laughs> and I got home just fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, my uh, insurance actually offers roadside assistance, which is really so nice. does mine. I need yeah. to add that to mine. What's that? I think I need to add that to mine or find out if I've got it. Because yeah, find out if you got it because I didn't. I didn't manually uh, sign up for that. That was just part of the package. I did manually sign up for it, but it's only like the, the amount is negligible. I mean, it is so. It, the one time I had to have my car towed, paid for it for like four years in a row. Right, when I ended up sliding into a ditch in my car mm-hmm. I had to get lifted by a tow truck out there and my insurance was like yeah we'll have somebody out there within a couple hours I'm like cool mm-hmm. I was driving you know, um, and got stuck in a ditch my alternator went out on 64 and I was able to get down the third street exit it died like right there once I got past river road like right there next to those um garages and like the power supply station mm-hmm. wait so you're getting off on third Right. I was going to, well, I was going to, right. But I was going to get off on third anyway. Okay. And, um, no, you were on, um, or maybe I was, wasn't, I just got off on third because that was like the closest place to get off. And I knew my car was dying. Okay. That makes sense. And I just went straight through and my car died like right there. And of course, you know, it's like, I got to work at 10 at night. So it's like 1030 at night down there. And I have got no battery left whatsoever. So I don't have lights or anything to tell anybody I'm there. So I've got cars right. honking at me and I'm like, sorry, dude. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. But you know, that was cool though. Cause they were there in like 30 minutes. That's cool. Um, yeah. My, so I wasn't, they didn't get there nearly that quickly, but that's just because, um, I mean, this was like four, maybe four thirty-five in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might go ahead and sell my Hyundai. I don't think I need it. Right on. Really? Oh, yeah. what kind of Hyundai is it? It's an Elantra, 2007 <gasps> Elantra. How Limit. much do you want for it? I'll have to look. I don't know yet. It's and I'm gonna, saying it's uh, going to be around 10. Okay. And I'm saying this because my nephew is specifically looking for Hyundai Elantra for his girlfriend. Um, and, let me look and I will tell you because it's, I mean, it's, it's fully loaded. It's, um, it's got a start. I've got um, heated seats. Um, it's a good car. I just don't need it. Um, I, I thought I was going to keep it longer, but honestly, I think I think I'm just going to go. I don't I don't need to pay the insurance on two cars. Right. Oh. So, right. Um, I think I might go ahead and sell it. It's got <clears throat> it's got about fifty seven thousand miles on it. And the reason I'm saying this is because he's re-upping his um, renewal with the guard. So he's getting a $10,000 bonus. Ah, okay. And the car they have right now is a big old like Ford Explorer, which is like a gas waster, That's especially when they live yeah. in, especially since they live in Scottsburg, which is like way out there. Okay. So he needs to find her what he says, a mom car. 
Well, just... the, the Elantra is really fuel efficient. And that was mm -hmm. the car I was going to get when I worked at Back to Charter. The first mm -hmm. time I was in the commercial department, that was the car I was going to get. And so I read a lot about it. Right. I mean, they're good little cars. And it's, um, I mean, it would just be for her and the baby, but, you know, and he may not want to spend the whole 10000 on it. He may want to just find one that's a little bit older and a little bit, you know what I mean? But I'll let him know that you're thinking about it. Yeah. And I can send you pictures of it and stuff. Um, it's in Lexington right now, but um, but that's easy enough to bring back. So I just think that's funny because that's the exact that's the exact car she wants. They're good cars. It's blue. Yeah. Um, I'm sending you pictures of it. I, actually, I do have some pictures of it now. Um, I think I've seen it. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, if I saw you it when I was at your house. If you want to pass photos on to to them so they can see what the car looks like, I right? Can. That's what it, yeah. Um, yeah. I'll send you my phone number. Uh, I could just send it on Messenger too. Do I not have your phone number in my phone? You, you know, I don't have any of your phone numbers in my phone. Why is this? Uh, let me look. I'm gonna message you. I probably have yours. Um. Last number, no, I have 4184350. That's the old one. Yeah, I don't have the new one then. And I've got your old work number too, 5807868. Huh. Yeah. Here, I can, oh, I'm calling your old number. I don't need to do that. Let me edit it instead of call it. What's your new number, Michelle? It is 502 689. 0894. And for anybody listening to this recording, that's how you get a hold of her. Yeah. <laughs> I just messaged you both my numbers, Michelle. Right, thank you, dear. You guys already have me. Yeah, I've got your number, Mike. Yeah, just send me a text, Dan. I'll put you on my phone. I can do that. <clears throat> Sorry, my aunt was texting me what my dad's address is. How dare you communicate with the people other than the people in this room? I know. I have a feeling she's probably sending flowers too. <laughs> Even if she is, the outpouring of, uh, of well-meaning, I think, will hit her in the right spot. Oh yeah, like my dad put a Facebook post up about it. He's got like a ton, shit ton of people always like get well better, you know, get better now, do this, you know. Mm -hmm. Good. I just feel bad for her because I know how much broken bones suck, but surgery oh, is the worst. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. My mom had to have uh, vertebrae fused. Yeah. Yeah. She was laid up for quite a while. I'm very thankful that even though I do have you know, the compression, I mean, don't get me wrong. My compression fracture in my back was mm -hmm. really bad. I mean, I was, I was on um, a lot of, uh, a lot of pain pills and a lot of muscle relaxers for a very long time. Right. It got to the point where my coworker, one of my managers was like, um, Michelle, you're making us uncomfortable with how much pain you're in. Please go home. <laughs> wow. And I wasn't even saying anything. I was just trying to scoot to a comfortable position just to like be able to type. 
Remember me telling you, did I tell you, Mike, about how that rock flew up on the highway and like, like smashed into my car? I don't uh, think you did. So I was driving down 64 and you know how semis have double wheels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a rock about that big got caught in between or the truck went over it perfectly to where it was in the center of both those wheels mm-hmm. and it got up into my car almost like a pitching machine. Damn. And it hit the grill and it hit at the top of the, the front of the hood at the grill and had that rock been eight inches higher, it would have gone straight through the windshield into my face. Yep. That's how big that that's how damage that rock did flying up off the road. Wow. And when was this? Uh, February of 2017. Oh, okay. 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 I was like, wow. I thought you meant this happened recently. Oh, no, no, no. This was in my old uh, RSX or RDX. Wow. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was close. Thankfully, insurance paid for that completely uh, under awesome. my um, comprehensive because I had a zero deductible on comp. Nice. Did I ever show you guys what happened to my car after the TARC bus hit me? I don't think so. We'll have to find it. Well, go on. Keep talking. I'll look for it. <laughs> I sent you those pictures, Michelle. I just got them. I will send them to him when they're awake. Awesome. And I can take when I bought the car, so it's still that color and still looks like that. So nice. It looks nice. Yeah, I mean, I take good care of my cars. There's no there's no curb rash. There's very little like marks or anything like that on the car. So It's the last factory warranty on it for a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. I forgot about that. That's the one thing I love about my car is that I feel very safe because I don't drive a lot. So I know that it's going to be around for a while. And the fact that I've got 10 years and 100,000 miles just makes me happy. Yeah. That's on the drivetrain. So my bumper to bumper is only until 60,000 miles. But still, that's good. And it's not quite bumper to bumper. They say it is, but like the car battery... That doesn't that the battery is good for thirty six thousand and that sucked because my battery died at thirty six thousand three hundred miles. My wow. battery died pretty actually not that long ago. It was sometime last year, and they told me I had to just like have it there when the battery was actually dead. So I drove it there, ran, kept my car running. So the battery died because I was having issues with it, and they just replaced it for free. Yeah, mine was still there. Okay, I've got my picture. Okay. That's the Turk bus wheel. Jesus. That's my car. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Oh, no. I Let me put it this way. I was parked right next to 4th Street Live with my flashers on in a loading zone. Were you over the line and he just didn't have enough room? Or were you were you well within the range and he still just hit you? Um. Actually, what was happening was that on the left-hand side near the Dunkin' Donuts right there, they were doing some construction, so the lanes had kind of shifted over to the right a bit. Uh, you see Xander's picture here, him taking a picture? I do see him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they did to my car. Yeah, but Dan's right. It could have been a lot worse. Oh, it could have been, yeah. You got your mirror, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had my mirror, this side panel here, and the whole front bumper replaced 
It could have been worse. I mean, yeah, he could have got the whole side of your car. Thankfully, mm-hmm. only got the part of it. Exactly. And thankfully, um, you know, I've got full coverage. And this is the thing, like I kept talking to my ingester because they said it was my fault or I was half and half at fault because I was in the loading zone for more than five minutes. Cause Xander was stuck on a call at work. I was picking him up from work. Okay. As if the amount of time you were there makes any difference whatsoever as if that, that, that bus could have been. Apparently there's some time limit. Cause I was, I mean, I was sitting there for a little bit, you know, cause Xander usually gets off at five 30. This was like almost five 50 when it happened. Cause he got stuck on a really long call. And, um, and I'm just like, dude, I'm sitting here with my flashers on in the loading zone. What am I supposed to do? There's nowhere else to park around here. Right. I'm picking up my son. And, you know, by the time this happened, he had just gotten off work and gotten there and found out, oh, crap. Did you get an attorney? I didn't have to. I would, I would have got an attorney if they tried to tell me that was 50% my fault so they can get out of 50% of paying the bill. Oh, no, no. They still paid all the bill. Oh. Um, in fact, I got all of my deductible back except for 50 bucks. That's pretty good. But it took like no, six. But that, but that put you that fifty percent at fault makes you have to pay your deductible because it takes it takes the responsibility away from Tark to pay that part and make it fully their responsibility. But yeah, I right, right. No, no. But here's the deal: I wasn't going to a pay for a lawyer for five hundred bucks. Yeah. B, my my jester was awesome and literally got me everything but fifty bucks. He's like, just keep. I'm working on it. We don't think it's your fault. So, I mean, like if I, I, I wanted to send the guy flowers, honestly. There's a guy that my parents knew and I know him now and he lives in Indiana. And I guess if I ever have any car issues, I'll, I'll probably take, I don't know if I'll take the Tesla to him, but any other cars, but uh, my ex-girlfriend, Andrea, somebody that didn't have insurance hit us. And uh, mm-hmm. so she had to use her deductible, but he was able to fix the car for the amount that the check was without having to dip into deductible. So she didn't have to pay a deductible. He's like, I can fix it for that. So uh, he actually saved us some money. Um, I actually have a, um, my brother's very good friend from high school works on all of our cars, including my dad's Mustang or his old Mustang and my stepmom's Jag. He is the same one we got the quote for, for all the stuff on Xander's car. And I mean, I'm sorry, but he's not even charging me $400 for four brand new tires. That's great. And I mean, he, like I said, he's been a family friend, so he gives us lots of discounts, but he's just like one of those good old honest boys is the best way I can describe him. He doesn't like and the people he, who work for him, he pays them well and gets them trained every month. Hmm. And they'll tell you, they're like, look, you need this. You really don't need this. I don't know who told you, you need this. We looked at it. And you really don't need this. Don't pay for it. That's the way they work. But if you ever have a car problem, I would send you them immediately because they're just amazing. I'll take my Tesla to them and see what they say. Yeah. Like, uh, this car has no engine. We can't do it. <laughs> they might because it's up in the knobs. But, I just but for it. all the other cars, if you ever have issues, once your warranties are out, I highly recommend them. I, will, I can't say enough. I mean, we've been using him for over 10 years. I'll put it this way. My old Taurus station wagon, when my um, air conditioner went out, he quoted me $500 less than everybody else. I ordered a puddle lights for the car and I think they look really cool. So when you open the door, it casts that onto the ground. Oh, cool. I thought it looked kind of cool. I was like, yeah. So I installed those and I've got a screen protector coming and a center console change so instead of the center console being that piano black it'll be carbon fiber i went with the carbon fiber because if it scratches 
if anything scuffs it, it's going to be less noticeable than if it would have been the just black. the matte black. That's fair. And I think it'll look good. We're going to Chicago next weekend. Yeah. Yay! Uh, oh, my time. dad said, I Sorry. forgot to tell you. Here, well, go ahead, keep talking. He responded back to me about your steak question. Uh, I was just going to say on Sunday, I think we might be, we might be back for Zoom on Sunday, but we, we probably, we won't be there on Saturday, I don't think. Okay. We might, we'll see. But we won't be going to brunch though, we'll be, we'll be in Chicago. He agrees with you, Al's is the best. Do what? He agrees with you, Al's is the best. Alice. Al's. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like Al's. <clears throat> I told you all I was born there, right? Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you what my birth certificate says? Doesn't say Michelle Ducharme? It does. But there's actually two weird things about my birth certificate. The first one is funny because I was actually born in this state that on my birth certificate. Hinsdale Hospital and Sanitarium. Oh, you were born in a crazy place. Yes. <laughs> so that's the fun part of it. The second part is they got my name wrong. And my dad found this out when he was trying to get my um, birth certificate for, because he had to do my power of attorney when I was sick. And because I was, you know, woohoo in the brain from the encephalitis, I couldn't do any of this for him. So I'm the only one in my family who actually spells her name D-U capital C. Because on my birth certificate, they put a space there when they're not, should have not have been. Hmm. Nice. You're That's odd, but... The sanitarium part's probably the star, star of that story. Oh, I love that. I mean, if anybody ever tells me I'm crazy, I'm like, well, hell yeah, I was born in a sanitarium. What do you expect? I had to trim my beard because it was getting ridiculous. You want to see ridiculous? Look at my kid. That's a good point. <laughs> he, he's losing it all up here, so he's growing it out down here. Yeah, it's not really the way it works, but... We won't tell them that. It was funny. My um, one of my coworkers, Brad, he has a bald head always, but he has this huge beard. Mm-hmm. And we were, we have these like morning Zoom calls. And um, I was the first one on. And he pops on. He's just sitting there like, and I'm like Brad. I can see you <laughs> rubbing your beard all sexy. No, God, no, 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 no. He's a grumpy old man. <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah, you know. I am. So I have to say, I was very excited to be able to finally hold my great niece on Sunday. Oh. Although I feel bad. she's She was jaundiced when she was born. Mm-hmm. Which um, both my, okay, my great-grandfather, no, colored my person. grandfather. Do what? I said that makes her a colored person. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> so my grandfather, my mom's mom, um, had what is called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, mm-hmm. which was passed down to myself and my brother. Now, granted, my brother did die, but he was also a raging alcoholic. And um, we're worried about Wes because, you know, that was his dad. So I was over there and when both my brother and I were born, we were put under the lights for jaundice. Mm-hmm. So she was too, but she was sent home with an actual board underneath her 
that she had to use for like a week. They oh, had like the blue lights. What? Oh, I see, I see. They had the blue lights coming up. So like when I was holding her in that picture, there was actual board underneath her that had the lights shining on her to get rid of the jaundice. Hmm. And they were having to take her into the hospital every day to get her foot stuck for blood to see how her levels were. Right. So she's finally off the board, which is nice. So if your skin color is yellow from jaundice and they've got a blue light underneath you, does it turn you green? Sure. Nice. Sure. And for a great niece. Oh, Mike, did you see the picture of her in St. Patrick's Day outfit? I don't think I did. Oh, yes, yes, I did. I do remember seeing it. Yes. Perfect for St. Patty's Day. She was already green. <laughs> you know, I had to buy her something for St. Patty's Day. Of course you did. Well, it turns out she's even stronger than I am because her mom's side is Irish too. So she's got a double whammy. But the good news is she's off and she's doing good. So it works. Yeah, good. But she was so cute. And you could tell they were just so tired and so nervous. I was holding her and she started getting kind of fussy. So I just kind of moved her around a bit, you know, because I'm a mom. That's how you do it. Right. And his poor girlfriend's just like, oh, wait, I'm like, no, it's fine. I got this. She, she's fine now. <laughs> But then you hand it back and you get to go home. It's great. Right. So something to look forward to. Today marks the end of the 2020-2021 winter. Yes. You know, and they say that this isn't the equinox. Who says that? Meteorologists. Why? Because they the equinox is supposed to be equal, equal sun, equal sunlight and, and darkness. Right. Kentucky, it was a week ago. Right. The sunset and the sunrise uh, are at different times right now. And it was perfect like that a week ago in Kentucky. It's, I guess you have to be closer to the equator. I saw that. Huh. So, so for us, we, t- we technically had our equinox a week ago, but it's the, the vernal equinox now. Okay. Look, awesome. I'm just happy that it's supposed to be like 70 on Monday. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not looking forward to that until the temperatures drop below, or until the temperatures don't drop below freezing at our condo. Mm-hmm. Air on because they don't have the air mm-hmm. turned back on yet. I, I forgot about that. I'm sorry, babe. Mm-hmm. Actually, it good. doesn't. It it won't. It won't hit 70s unless it actually won't even hit 70s here until next Saturday. It's supposed to be in the 60s all next week. Okay. But yeah, this is this is from Friday where I'm taking my information from. Uh, Lexington won't hit. I mean, we're going to have temperatures in the 60s all week. Oh, there's no temperatures that jump below freezing, so maybe they will turn the air on. That would be awesome. And it's pro- it's supposed to rain in Chicago on Friday when we get there. That's going to kind of suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, that's t- going down. Now it's only a 30% chance. It was like a 60% chance the other day. Now, then it was 50. Now it's only 30. Ooh. We're supposed to, we're going to go up there early Friday morning, and we're either going to go to the zoo or, and we're going to go to the Field Museum and Shedd's Aquarium. So we might try to do all three of those things if the weather cooperates. If the weather doesn't cooperate, we can at least do the Field Museum and the Shedd Aquarium. What's the Field Museum? I don't know. It's just an art Is that where Nessie is? Is that where, um, not Nessie, but uh, Sue, the the Tyrannosaurus? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. And they usually have a bunch of different art exhibits they'll get stuff that travels in the last time i was up there was when they had the king tut exhibit 
so cool. I've seen the picture of the field. I've seen that, but I've never been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably, you're, you're probably familiar with it at least. You guys, I want to go see the URXC Museum exhibit at Fraser. Yeah, that does look kind of cool. And I've got a free pass right now. Same. So I say we should do that. At some point, I agree. Wonder if John Simmons will be there. I don't. I know he approved of it. Oh, I know. I saw a post on Facebook about it. Right. Okay, so I'm looking at my hair here, and I definitely think I'm at ten inches now. Oh, that's ten inches. Mm -hmm. Nice. (laughs) You got like. 30 inches of hair, Michelle. <laughs> well, shit, yeah. I need to call JJ. Is that your hair stylist? Um, Jujet, Chuck Burke's um, wife. Okay. Yeah. She's awesome. She's what did she have to do hair? You what? She's still at um, William Dean's. No, she has her own salon of Browns River Road now. Oh, cool. Which is why I'm thinking that this would be awesome because we could give her total publicity for that because she just opened up probably about a year before the pandemic, not that long ago. I mean, she still has like a lot of former mojo people going to her, but, you know, just. I'm only really familiar with her because my ex-wife's last name was Jet and she's also a hairstylist, but they're not related. Gotcha. Um, no, JJ is awesome. She knows like everybody, and we just had the best time chatting when I'm in the chair with her. It's like Kaleidoscope Kim. She knows everybody too. Mm-hmm. I just got my hair cut on uh, Friday from yesterday from Shan. Nice. Oh, good. Who's Shan? Um, buddy Mars. She goes to the Little Gore Club. Okay. I met her through dogs. She had a Doberman that she was taking for uh, for training and. I had a German Shepherd that I was taking for training and we met there. Nice. And then that was right around the time that I got divorced. And I'm like, I need a new hairstylist because my ex-wife's not going to continue to cut my hair. <laughs> and she's like, I can do it. I'm like, let's do it. So. I like JJ because my hair is really, really, really thick, but very fine. So she cuts it with a, a razor blade. She doesn't use scissors. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know what it is, but it lasts so much longer. I'd never get split ends. And then she'll go like thin the crap out of it, which I love. Because if I don't have my hair thinned, then my ponytail is like that thick. That's like four inches. I know. It is. <gasps> oh my God. You all want to see something funny that I found when I was looking for pictures? Yeah. That's my brothers and I when we were, I was probably like 13 oh, or 14. Wow. Look at you. A monster of an Ewok. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, that's like an Ewok mixed with a Wookiee. It's an Ewok mixed with a nightmare. Oh. There was another one. Hold on. I'll find it and share again. Okay.
Becky's not going to join us for brunch. She has to go feed the fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lexington, feed the fish. Come back. We we thought about going back to Lexington, but I've got a lot of rope to make, at least to get started on. So that makes sense. That's my senior picture. (laughs) Wow. Like the asymmetrical haircut. I noticed. If it was shorter, it could be like, I want to see your manager haircut. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Womp womp. Yeah, no. That was definitely not my thing. Yeah, it's so crazy. Like, they were just talking about socially distancing for two weeks. And had we done it, and had everyone done it at that time, we could have made a huge impact, I think, on the coronavirus here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Becky and I were talking about, they would have had to close the borders and they would have had to stop all people coming in. Right. And, it, and in some ways it would have made it worse because I don't know what would have been worse, telling everybody we only had to socially distance for 14 days, but there's no way they could have done it longer and they would have had to do it longer probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It would have made a huge difference if people would have just it re- would have required a commitment and like you can't be wishy-washy about it. You have to right. put orders, enforce a strict quarantine on anyone coming in and enforce a strict quarantine for probably a month would have been better. And then it would have wiped out because if you let the virus run its course and it can't spread to anyone, then there's no more virus to go around. But then you have that period of very strict quarantine and you have the borders being extremely restricted and and we all people can get through without borders and then you also have to all have then you have to take into account all the people with my freedoms yeah you know it's and what kills me is all these people who are like i don't want to take the vaccine because it's you know i don't think the science is correct i'm like oh my god this you know you want to have faith in the cdc right saying that they know if they got to be in the cdc they probably had to have lots of years of scientific research and study to be able to get to that point to be in the cdc well not only that but that's just reflecting a fundamental misunderstanding of the scientific method period exactly Exactly. it's not like science is opinionated that's not the way it works no And if you look at like the science for how the vaccine was developed was already in progress. Right. So this was just like the final push to like hurry up and Mm -hmm. be effective. So the technology is going to be great going forward for developing vaccines for other things. Like the way it's constructed is brilliant. 100% agree. It's this is changing the yardstick for this process because. Was it? Oh, sorry. No. So, wasn't it a woman who who developed it? I thought I saw a story about that. I didn't hear anything about that. The MRN. Yeah, I thought I thought so. I'll find it. Yeah, find it. Thank you. I'm not sure who developed it, but it's a really smart design. Yeah. Because you have zero chance of getting the actual virus from it because you don't have any actual viral particles in the vaccine. I thought it did contain inert 
viral particles. Uh, has the transcript and make one of the parts of the exterior of the virus. Right. But you're not directly getting anything from the virus. So previous ones would take, um, so either you would have a live vaccine or attenuated, which is dead virus. Right. So there's still like a mild chance, like if it wasn't all completely dead virus that you could get it because you're getting the whole virus. Right. Um, or if you were even just extracting like part of the virus out, there's a chance that something would have slipped through with this. There's no chance that anything other than just the part that's being coded for is going to be there. So you have zero chance of actually getting the virus from the vaccine. Right. Because it's only coding part of that mRNA. Yes. And, and that's, that's useless without the rest of it. Yeah. So none of the virus is actually being given to you, you're just given the material to make a tiny part of it yourself. That makes sense. I swear I saw a story of the news about a woman who's the one who actually developed a process for mRNA. Yeah, didn't you have that at your parents? Well, so, all right. Are you saying that a woman developed the type of vaccine? She developed the process to make it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I found it. So let's continue a debate that I saw on the internet. Uh -oh. so one sec, one sec, one sec. I don't know. I want debating. Debating time. Okay, here. Caitlin Kitty Goal. All right, maybe I don't know how to say it. Collecting injections in the 1990s, her work attempting to harness the power of mRNA to fight disease was too far fetched for government grants, corporate funding, and even support from her own colleagues. Wow. I know you probably saw this argument, Mike, because you're friends with the person that posted it. And I saw and one of my other friends kind of, I don't know if you know Mike Franklin or not, but mm -hmm. so on the topic of, apparently there's a big, a big to-do going around right now about the WNBA, mm -hmm. how WNBA players are paid significantly less than NBA players. Yep. It was kind of posed like, well, I don't know how much Sue Bird makes. Um, I'll have to go look at the post. Apparently, she makes, and she doesn't, I don't think she, she probably still gets a pretty good paycheck, but she's like $200,000 a year. Is it 200000 Is that all she's making? Yeah. Um, God damn, she posts a lot of stuff. For, well, I have to. I start scrolling down. I'm like, there's like 20, 20 posts here. Now I gotta. Um, here we go. Here it is. 
Yeah, her 2020, 2020 salary was $215,000 and she got $11,356 for winning the 2020 finals. LeBron James made $37 million and he made $370,000 bonus for winning the finals. Yeah. And they both played the same amount of time. They both had the same number of championships. Yep. But I don't think that, me personally, I don't think that that's a very fair... It, it's she's not paid that little because she's a woman and he's not paid that much because he's a man. I, so I do actually agree with you. Here. Okay. Um, in that. So the NBA, the males NBA was already a very established business. Yeah. And it has been for a very long time. Whereas the WNBA is relatively new and hasn't had time to seep into the sports consciousness of the U.S. So, yeah, they have less money to spend. They couldn't afford to pay women athletes in the WNBA nearly as much as they pay the men. And also, I was looking at the number, the, the prices of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just not too long ago, somebody purchased one of the teams for like $1.8 billion and another team sold for like $2.6 billion on the men's team. There was a, a woman's franchise that was $11 million recently. So if the entire fran- like the entire business is worth $11 million, how can you afford to pay athletes? Right, more than the business is worth. Uh, way more than, and, that, and that's one player. Like how can right. you, I'm like the, the shortest way, the, the quickest way to bankrupt the WNBA is to pay them like men's players for one year. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be able to survive. They, right. they don't be employed. And that was to my point of it's more of an evolved business model. Yeah. And so there are the resources there. I don't, I mean, now the underlying reason for the lack of resources being there is a bias towards men. Because the, pay, the people that pay for tickets, that pay for merchandise, um, there it's it, it is you know a man's world supporting men today and so i'll give it that much but the issue of how unevolved the WNBA is because of the lack of time for such evolution uh is the main factor there and i firmly believe that and i think they need to i mean like right now uofl is not in the ncaa tournament but the uofl the women's are and i actually found myself watching a couple of women's games they're not bad it's I don't think that the women have, I haven't been as excited about women's basketball as much as I have men's basketball, just because it seems like the pace was faster, but, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't, it wasn't fun to watch. Like I did enjoy watching like the parts of the women's games that I've seen. I think that they need to be on TV more often. And and I have seen it. Games have been on TV more. Yeah. Um, No, that is true. Um, And I think with the, inclination of western culture going towards more of a gender equity um direction i guess um i think that's encouraging that that increased viewership and i think that's a positive thing 100 i think it's a positive thing um i think more games were on people might be flipping through and be like oh okay i'm gonna watch this i and agree with you 100 because they need, they need to fix the marketing audit and actually try to build excitement in that brand so right get into it um, you need to more echo the the males NBA's business model. Yeah, um, I mean, like 
like women for the longest time, like they'd said women would never put uh, Dana White said women would not be in the UFC. He was like, we're not going to have women in the UFC. And then like some badass women were coming up and they were fighting in other organizations and people were, people were tuning into those to watch the women fight. And he's like, uh, there's money to be made here. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't started having them. And now like they're a huge draw. Like it's, it's hard to get a pay-per-view that doesn't have at least one female fight on it. Well, I think the Ronda Rousey fight made like records number of. Uh, yeah. A lot of like whenever she fought, she, she, put, she put people in seats. Mm, right. Um, but. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not biased against uh, women's sports. I mean, there's definitely some some sports that are dominated by women that I, I enjoy, like gymnastics. That's different, though. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> there's different equality beach issues volleyball. in gymnastics yeah. that uh, beach volleyball is another one. Watch. <laughs> I mean, watching the I've seen some pretty kick-ass women skiing and snowboarding. Yes, that too. Absolutely. Women, women's Olympics, like yeah. winter Olympics. There's so many good sports in there. Agreed. Figure skating. Um, Man, I can barely skate backwards. So I give them all the fucking props, right? Backwards. Fuck. How good are you at forwards? Pretty good. Are you? But I use hockey skates instead of ice skates. Much easier. I've never yeah. used, I've never, I've always used hockey skates. Yeah. I've, 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 I've never, never used hockey skates. skates. Really? Hockey skates are easier because the blade is a little bit thicker. And they were manly. It's like, do you want hockey skates or regular? I'm like, well, the girls are using this. Like when I was a little kid, I'm like, well, the girls are using these. Give me the hockey skates. But there's no like break thing on us on hockey skates either. Right. So when yeah. so when I learned how to ice skate, my stepmother was an avid fan and ice skater. Mm-hmm. So she was a woman. So I just I never even knew hockey skates were an option i'll tell you a funny story my um so my dad played hockey in college i think i've told you all this mm-hmm. so when xander was about four or five we decided we were going to put him on skates and try him out in the ice rink sure my dad actually brought his old skates out of retirement oh to bring it to the rink we put the skates on xander we got him in the rink he screamed the whole way around it <laughs> so we ended up taking him back and be like can we get our money back that's funny and the funny part is is that in high school when i was living over louisville he was going to eastern he wanted to try to join the hockey team which is great because i was working at charter at the time and um the hockey team was at iceland which is right over on the other side of the ups building yep so i could go for lunch pick him up drop him off and he would just walk over the building wait for me for another hour till i got off work and i'd take him home yeah he never made it no Although I spent like a thousand dollars on stuff, you know. Ouch. Hockey's expensive. I've never played duffel bags. Yeah, I mean, we 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 literally resold everything. It's good that you could do that. Played against sports is your best friend when a kid does not like (laughs) their sport. Because you can take all your stuff to them, especially if it hasn't even barely been touched, and it'll pay you like top dollar for it. Right on. Well, I'm glad you have that resource. Yeah. But I mean, I wish. I would love to be on a pair of skates. I used to love ice skating. I used to like it too. I've only done it a handful of times and was not very successful. Oh. 
Because you've only done it a handful. Get hockey time. skates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get hockey skates next time. Well, it's the same thing as like roller skating. Like I loved roller skating as a kid. I didn't go that very often. When I lived in Colorado, um, I didn't have a car, but I had a pair of rollerblades. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of my stuff in rollerblades. But the entire time I lived in Colorado, I also lost like a hundred pounds my first like six months I was out there. Right. So our friend that has the Tesla that we met in Indianapolis, he uh, he said, so two gassers had taken up all the EV spots at Walmart in Ohio. I saw one guy get out of his car and I pointed out that it was for charging EVs. He said he didn't care. How do I make him care? My thought is to carry the tool to remove valve stems and let the air out of his tires. This is not destroying his tires, but merely liberating the air. And I saw somebody that posted a while back. He was like, I'm the, uh, I'm the, he posted something and he was like, yeah, I'm going to go and and adjust people's air pressure because I think their tires were overinflated. So I'm going to, I'm going to remove some of the air from their tires so that the tires are properly, so they're they're not overinflated. And then somebody else responded like, not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) Some guy was like, cut his valve stem, Gorilla Glue washers to one of his rims to throw it way off balance, put putting on his windshield and remove his wipers, pop out the glass on his side mirrors. I'm like, wow. (laughs) That's a lot of pudding. Yeah. Put pudding on the windshield? Well, you just need like one cup of it. I guess that's true. Spread it. Yeah, you remove his windshield. Yeah. Oh crap! That reminds me. I need to replace the windshield wipers. Like, what's that, Dan? It's just funny. It's like, how do I make him care? Like, if it, if it was local, like he's out of town. He's in Cleveland, like, Cleveland right now. Right. Like, I wouldn't vandalize somebody's car. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like key somebody's car, or break windows, or anything sure. like that, or stomp a hole in it. But removing somebody's air, valve stems was kind of funny. We we did that when we were kids. Uh, we didn't do it to people very often. We mostly did it. We did it to school buses at, at Seneca once, though. And if you've ever removed the valve stem on a car, on a tire, it lets air out fast. It's loud. It's like, like it's, yeah. And there's no way to put air back in it until you put the valve stem back in. Right. So, and if he's already at Walmart, like I, I, I don't agree with, destroying a guy's car but if somebody was that big of an asshole and you're out of town i'd look the other way the pudding would be a good idea they can just wash that off but it pissed them off enough well especially if they try to like use their windshield wipers i was about to say that yeah the the whole thing is removing the windshield wipers oh i need to i'm gonna go ahead because the temperatures are above 30 so i could probably use the wiper fluid I don't think my, I'm gonna have to put in a service request because I don't think my food reservoirs are working. They said take a needle, so it might be clogged. Uh oh. I knew what he said. Uh, he's gonna put windshield wiper fluid in the Tesla, and it hasn't the windshield wiper fluid, like the thing to make it spray on the windshield, hasn't worked. So. He's gonna try to see if like the valves are clogged or mm, that makes sense. Have it serviced. Yeah, when I was when, my, when it was raining the other day, I noticed like the top half of one of my windshield wipers started like falling off. Oh, no. oh, that definitely needs to be replaced. Well, and that's fine, but I mean, I haven't had to replace them yet. I mean, I've had the car for almost three years now. Right. So and it's 
windshield wipers are nothing. It's it's fine. Oh man, it's gonna get up to sixty three today. Yes. And sixty six tomorrow. Woohoo! Maybe I'll take off the sweatshirt because I was cold this morning. <laughs> yeah, me too. It was it was a gross kind of cold this morning, earlier this morning. Yeah, I know. At five thirty, I woke up and out smoked a cigarette. Yeah, I so I went. I woke up at two for some, whatever reason. Um, and like you said earlier, I just couldn't get back to sleep. Um, so I decided to make chili because I was out of chili work. I always eat chili for lunch at work. Right, right. Um, so I made chili, drove it down to work, did my metrics, did my uh, three-mile walk, and then went and bought more bagels. I thought about yesterday when I was at Meyer. Mm. They have tubes of... Um, turkey ground turkey for like a dollar 99 pound that's a good price i mean it's like the prepackaged tubes but still i mean that's fine i mean yeah for so for three bucks for three pounds that i use it would be six bucks that's great that's mm-hmm. a really good price because i was thinking about you i was like you should probably check that out yeah i just don't, i don't want to drive all that way to get food yeah. especially when i live so close to uh, you have a um, Kroger. You guys come on the sunny side. You're not that far from Meyer here. Yeah, that would require going to Indiana. <laughs> Dork. Although, so once we, uh, everything calms down in the world, when we, or I definitely want to check out some of the restaurants that you're a fan of. Yeah, this cast iron steak place was so amazing when we went that there. Sounds so really good. good. And the menu looks great. And man, 24 bucks for a really good steak. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, like I said, it's like a little hole in the wall. And you really do have to make reservations because they fill up real quick. Okay. Well, but we'll have to check it out one day. It, yeah. I mean, for that price, good. I mean, it's not like going to like a big outback place where you're not going to pay like, you're paying pretty much the same price as going like Outback. Right. That's about, that's about, right. well, a little, a little more expensive, but not much. Not much, but you're getting much better food. Right. Right. I believe that. I mean, everything being cooked on a cast iron skillet is indicative of positivity. Mm hmm. So I went, speaking of food, I went to go pick up Chinese food the other day for Xander and I on Sunday when I got off, got back from pick up the baby. Mm-hmm. There's a place over in, um, quartermaster square called china taste okay which i love because they well they used to deliver but i don't think they do anymore and i called me you know we got ordered a bunch of food and literally this is like the height of protection i walked in and they they really haven't had a dining room there's always been like just a pickup and delivery type place right but you walk in and there was like wooden doors around the front door mm-hmm. like a table with sanitizer on it one chair and a window made out of wood where they would pass the food to you. That's from right. That's good. I was like, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. But their cashew chicken is amazing. That lady owns it so rude, though. They are rude. They're not the best, but it's good. It is good. We had Asian food. Uh, yesterday at work and I just indulged myself in B 
beef fried rice. Yum. I got a quart of it, so I'll probably be eating on that for a couple of days. Oh, yeah. So that's not too prime calorie, so I'll be good. My favorite place is there's a place called Lou's Cafe on Shelbyville Road next to the apartments I used to live in. Mm-hmm. And it's right off of Wormsby, not too far. But the owner there, everybody is so nice and so friendly. Like if you're, he's just like, oh, thank you for buying from us. We're so, I mean, he's just the sweetest guy ever, mm-hmm. but the food's amazing. It's not expensive. Good. So if you're ever in Middletown, check them out. Yeah. It's not likely to happen. <laughs> I put more windshield wiper fluid in the car and I went ahead and used a staple to kind of poke into the holes of the wiper fluid jets and we'll see if that fixes the problem. If it doesn't, I will set up an appointment for service and drive to Cincinnati. Um, We'll want to go to Cincinnati anyway, so. For what? Not for the hell of it. We haven't been to, um, haven't been to Jungle Gems in a while. Good reason. I still, I'm still thinking our like group trip to Jungle Gyms and Ikea. Long day. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of walking. I mean, Mike does a lot of walking anyways, but. Yeah, I don't. Right. Have you ever done that, Michelle? I mean, I've been to Ikea. I've been to Jungle Gyms. No, have you done Ikea and Jungle Gyms the same day? I've never been to Ikea ever. That's a lot of walking. Yeah. Good morning, if Laura. I have a cart, I'm fine. Put that drink down, Dan. <laughs> You're not my boss. Says you. You never know. That's true. Hey, now, everybody. How's it going? Uh, now that you had your, your first vaccine, once you get your second one, you'll be able to go out. 28 days after I get my first vaccine, then I can go out. You I'm so excited for you, Laura. Yeah, you already had your first vaccine. I have, but it's after the second vaccine. It's 28 days after the second vaccine. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. April 29th. Which one did you get, Laura? The Pfizer. So I read something kind of interesting. I got Moderna, and they're saying that 28 days after the first vaccine, you're 80% protected. Well, I talked to a nurse, a nurse who works with a lot of COVID people, patients, and she said, give it the full 28 days after. That makes sense. But that's yeah. even the first one. They're saying they're saying it's 80% effective after the first 28 days. And then after the second vaccine, after the, the course it runs, it's like 94.1%. But still 80% on the first dose, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I do too. You know what else I saw was um the people who have got long haul COVID who've been having issues. Once they got their vaccine, they've been improving. I lot, read that too. Which okay. is awesome. I didn't have any kind of sickness. My arm was sore for, I got it at nine o'clock in the morning on Wednesday. And on Thursday morning, my arm was still a little bit sore, but I was still able to go to the gym and do shoulder day. And it, shoulder day would have sucked on Wednesday, but on Thursday, I was fine. Nice. Yeah, you know what really works. sucks? Mm. Me trying to groom my puppy. You should see poor Roxy. <laughs> do you want to see poor Roxy? Please. <laughs> so sad it's the worst grooming in the history of dogs hold on i might not be able to do it yeah i can't get rid of that picture how do i take that picture down that i put up i put up a picture for this one thing that i had to do 
this thing, and now I don't know how to take the picture off my Zoom. I've never used Zoom on a phone, so I don't know. Yeah. I think it might be in, like, the actual settings. Yeah, because I think it's under, like, preferences. Do you have a Mac or a PC, Laura? I have a phone. Oh. That's why I was saying I've never used it on a phone, so I don't yeah. know. Hmm. Yeah, pull up the app and see if I can do it. Uh, none. There we go. Figured it out. You Good ready? You ready okay. to see Roxy? Yes, ready. please. Hold on. Damn it. Hold on. Show them your haircut. Show them. Show them your haircut. Show them. Oh, poor Roxy. Aww. At least her ears, like I got her that, and I got rid of some of her mats, but they're still really big mats, and it's just so uneven. Yeah. And I, it feels like it's matted up underneath here too, underneath all the stuff that was all soft and fluffy. It feels like it's matted. I don't know what I'm like the worst puppy owner in the history of puppy owners. Oh. Hi, baby. Tell them you're still cute. You're very cute, Roxy. Laura, but just think in like a month, you'll be able to put her in a box or put her in a cage, take her to a groomer, and they'll be all good. I know, but right now, while she's got all these, like the ones on her neck are really bad, but she's going to the vet on Tuesday. Okay. It's, it looks so bad, but honestly, I took like inches, like four inches of fur off and she's got mats underneath the stuff that was fluffy and not matted. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I Yeah, I feel like the worst puppy owner ever. Well, and better news, did you enjoy your bagels? <laughs> Thanks for not giving voice to my being concerned about a puppy owner. Uh, yeah, they were really good. Thank you so much. Good. No, I wasn't trying to take away your voice. I'm sorry if it came out like that. Thanks for getting the bagels. That was really, really amazing of you. Thank you. No worries. No worries. No one brought you joy. Mm -hmm. Laura, would you like to see a cute picture? Sure. I got to hold. I got to hold my right niece for the first time this weekend or last weekend. And they got pictures done. Oh, what a beautiful baby. I love her. I'm a dork. I love her. So I figured out something. If I get the boy to drive in the next few months, when I finally go back to work, I will not have to worry about driving him to work and back because he cannot go back until next year. Really? He'll be at home until next year, they said. Which good. means that I'll be able to just drive to work, which is going to suck because I'll be on that freaking Hurstbourne and Ormsby at 8 to 5. Yep. Darling. That sucks being out in that neighborhood in rush hour. It was kind of cool because one, one of my favorite Target peeps 
just left Target after like 15 years and got a job at Spectrum. And yesterday was her first day and she's so excited. I'm so happy for her. But she's working like 11 to 8. I'm like, oh, Miranda, you got it. You got it good. You don't have to worry about it. It'll be great going in, great leaving. You're not going to have to worry about anything. That's right. When I work swing, that's why I liked it is I never hit rush hour. Mm -hmm. Well, and when I was in that building before I got my promotion, I worked 1 to 10. It's the same thing. I never had to worry about it. And then when I worked 8 to 5 over in Lynn Station, well, fuck it. I'm right next to the expressway. Right. This is going to suck. That's the only part I'm dreading about going back to work is this travel. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Check this out. So I got a message from, uh, yeah, I understand. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, you're the, fine. Traveling, the traveling really sucks, especially way out there. Yeah. Right. Um, so much traffic and you don't know if people are paying attention or not. And yeah, it's stressful. Um, so um, one of the, the bartenders from Barrage Bar walked past my car the other day and they're like, hey, um, do you want me to like take care of your car for you? Like, you know, charge the battery and get the oil changed and and get it checked out and everything. And I'm like, seriously? And he's like, yeah. So he got the keys from me and he checked it out. It won't start. I knew it wouldn't. It's been sitting there for a year. Right. He says the paint looks rough, though. I don't think the paint could look rough I, I think it's just probably really dirty you know what i mean right likely especially after all the ice oh and the snow and the salt and yep but also you have to think that i'm right behind um a distillery mm, yeah we've noticed more pollution since the distillery mm. um open started but anyway i thought that was really nice that jeremy from garage bar is like fixing my car for me taking to get the oil changed that was really nice that's yeah. like amazing. That's so incredibly kind. That is awesome. People need yeah, to be I, nicer. I what? love it. Yeah. So people need to be nicer. I love it. They're awesome. He's so incredibly nice. Like, I don't know. This, that was really cool. I, I um, sent him down a bag of beans like several pounds of the gourmet beans because he likes them and jeremy's actually a really good cook um he made some chicken noodle soup and brought it to me during the pandemic and some orange muffins his uh his aunt used to own a very successful tea house in like north carolina so he made these recipes from the 1950s from his aunt's tea house oh cool and there's an actual cookbook around the tea house too. So, oh wow, cool. Yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. So, I'm debating on possibly in the relatively near future um taking off a few days from work and just renting a cabin somewhere maybe like right over gorge nice do it do it that may be happening just to like hang out or like actually do like skiing or not skiing but like kayaking no just to decompress that is an amazing idea yeah I thought so too. I've never done that before. And now that I've got extra money, it's like, 
why not? I'm so worried because if I don't get mine by Monday, I'm screwed. I have, I don't understand why I don't have mine. I usually get mine before everybody else gets theirs. I don't know. And I went to that IRS website and it says that it can't tell me the info where I don't qualify. I can't imagine why I wouldn't qualify. Yeah, especially if you've gotten the previous stimuli. Right. Yeah, it's not there. And I don't know how I'm going to make it next week with two big bills due if it doesn't come in. I mean, I know I shouldn't be so dependent on it, but but the reality is I am. The reality is, like, I just paid my uh, car taxes for the year, for mm-hmm. two years, actually, this weekend. Because I was like, oh, my God, it means I better get my tags renewed. <laughs> right. I don't think I really thought about it in December. Like, I thought about it, but I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's really, like, a stickler about it right now. And who has any money at this point, so... I mean, I know there's a phone number you can call, but the wait time is ridiculous. I did call the IRS phone number, but it's so busy that they actually won't take phone calls. And it says this call cannot go through as dialed because they're too busy. So that's actually what it says. Oh, Lord. Yeah, the one time I tried, I just got put on hold for like, it kept saying like 30 minutes and 30 minutes and 40 minutes and an hour. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, do you want to see something really ugly? Of course. So Gish had a big um, sale. They only sell their like swag a couple times a year and you have to get it before it's gone. So they found some old swag. And this is one of the things that they found. But uh <laughs> how ugly is that? That's oh my god. <laughs> And you know what D2N means? No. Death to normalcy. Death to normalcy vintage sailor doll with a temporary tattoo. That's just oh my all kinds of surreal. God. Oh, we lost yeah. Laura. That's pretty crazy. Oh. She must have accidentally disconnected on her phone when she was showing us that stuff. That happens. There she is. Welcome back. Oh. Hi, Laura. Yeah, sorry about that. that was special of me. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, that's why I told them that you probably accidentally disconnected while you were showing us the stuff on your phone. Yeah, I probably did. I just thought that was hilarious. It was like the ugliest thing. And everybody's, is it haunted? Is the doll haunted? And I'm like, probably. It looks like it. It's just hideous is what it is. It is. It really is. And they I kind of want to give it. Go ahead. I kind of want to give it to my niece as a present and see what her reaction <laughs> <laughs> shrink away that would make a good video that could go viral actually because <laughs> she's so fluffy fluffy i'm girly girly i'll be like here's mm. your present huh yeah what is this abomination that you're giving me michelle <laughs> that would be hilarious that would be hilarious you know mike when you came over i didn't think about it but i could have played the st patrick's day chain for you on my mandolin yeah i know why didn't i think of that that's so weird i know all those irish songs that i well we'll we'll just have to save it for next year well i can play my old kentucky home if anybody wants to do a shot with me on derby i'll do that i know laura just for you i'll show you my my st patrick's day headband oh yeah 
<laughs> That's amazing. You look incredible. How very festive and beautiful. Well, of course, I bought it for my niece because we thought we were going last year to the parade. Right. But obviously we didn't. And then we're not going this year because it's canceled again. So it will continue to sit on my dresser until next year. But hopefully we can go then because she will totally wear it. I mean, although I might because it's just awesome. It, Actually, is got a, it is awesome. I got a client for Derby this year, like just this week. And I'm like, are you serious? Really? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's just for like dinner reservations, but for all three days, which is no small thing. And for a party of 18 people. Oh, wow. Which they have to do private rooms. That's the only way they're <coughs> legally allowed to do that. And I'm looking at for one private room, it's $4,500 for 18 people, which is $250 a piece. Right. Plus 6% plus 20%. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be thrilled about that, but like they can't think it's cheap. I'm always surprised when people are like, well, that costs actual money. And I'm like, Derby is going to be really expensive for right. any. It's just the way it is. Right. And if you're asking for a private room during a pandemic, it's there. All the restaurants that I would normally go to, most of them are closed, don't exist anymore, and and or they don't have private rooms. Right. Like six ten Magnolia, no private room. Fat Lamb, no private room. Mayan Gypsy, no private room. Harvest, one of my favorite restaurants ever in Louisville, and closed. Yeah, and it seems like even if they did have private rooms, they would be booked as fuck on Derby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, the chefs have been really nice to me, and like um, one of them was like, you've sent us a lot of business in the past. We're going to help you out. Right. Um, so that's really cool. Like, you know, it's like if they can come up with a solution, a creative one, they will. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I needs to get paid. <laughs> a lot of future grooming bills coming up for work. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I at least I use clippers for the first time ever. But her hair is so thick and matted, it's like a they wouldn't the guards wouldn't work on it. I couldn't get right. it. I had to like just take all the guards off because right. it wouldn't go through her fur. You said a video of that sheep who had like 50 pounds of fur that had been matted on it? No. Yes, I did, and it's so sad. Oh, I know. Wow. It's oh, man, they literally pulled like 50, 60 pounds of fur off this poor sheep. They had found it out in the wild. Oh, okay. So it was feral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it okay. was a merino sheep that had gone loose, and this is a perfect example of why sheep shearing is essential and not animal abuse. Right. So that will needs to be taken off for there. Yeah. yeah that's got to interfere with survival skills at that point. That the, the sheep can barely move under all the weight. Of right. The I'm saying. Aww. It was crazy. I have to find it. It was nuts. For so long that they're not adapted to the wild anymore. Right. Yeah. They've been domesticated for thousands of years. That bagel was so good. That poppy seed bagel. That's the one I had to wait longest for because they hadn't prepared them yet. So I had to wait in the parking lot for like 10 minutes. Well, thank you so much for doing that because it was super delicious. Oh, incredible. 
Um, I was super happy that, to get your locks. It was really good. I, I like fed the fur babies first so they would let me have my bagel in peace. Yeah. I made sure they had food at like the same time I was having food. And of course, like Simon was like, no, you've got food. I'm, I'm going to be your best friend until you give me some. So mm-hmm. did you? I gave him the tiniest piece of locks, like the last little piece off the bagel I gave him. So he was very happy. Okay. Hang on, Mike. Here's the video. Oh my God. He's forgotten somehow and lost in the forest at least five years. I think he's been killed when he arrived. He couldn't really see because the wall had grown over his eyes. It must have been so incredibly painful. Yeah. The local chap saw this mammoth moving amongst the trees and had to look twice. And oh, yeah, it looked like a monster. To see if we could take the show. Oh. He said yes. I can't imagine how he survived, but he did. I'm just saying, this makes me feel really guilty that my baby has mats at all. Yeah. Watching this no. makes me feel really, really, really It's not bad. the same, dude. It's not the same. Anyone no. the same. And I do brush Roxy every day, but her fur just mats up because because she has a Tina groomer. Right. Brushing it isn't enough at this point. Well, you only got a month, Laura, and then it'll be taken care of. No. So I sent Ed. Um, uh, I don't know if I should mention this person's name. No, you shouldn't. Look how pretty the wool looks on her side, though. Well, I sent a person a message who used to be a groomer because they're the only person that I think is following the COVID restrictions. Mm-hmm. And that they would that they would do it from home, so it's just safe, actually. But they won't respond to a message, so. Uh, yeah. When we got the face off him, we're Wow. That's a crazy change. As he walked down the alleyway, he started to get stronger in his legs. Poor baby. And he had Chloe and Molly down on the other side. I'll stop it. Y'all seen? Yeah. That's crazy, though. And it looked like. The sheep was wearing this huge wool, like, robe. Yeah. Yeah, coat or just some draping object. It was like the shell of a turtle. I didn't catch that. It was so hard outside that you had to, they had to shear it from the inside because it was so hard outside from everything else. Oh, from the matting? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you technically shear from like the inside because you want to get as close to the sheep as possible. Right. Ways. But that's, yeah, it's a lot of wool. Yeah. That poor thing. Can you imagine how poor his ankle, his like knees and ankles must be? I just wonder how it survived at all. Like, how did it eat? Well, 
they said that like it was still able because like they eat grass and stuff so as long as his head was able to reach that but they said that if anything had tried to like eat it like oh yeah no defense yeah right i was just wondering like how after the head was lowered to eat the grass you raise the head again with all that weight Well, it looked like it had like a little bit of leeway with like the head because you saw this the neck there was pretty that's bare. True. I did notice that. that that's kind of why it looked like a, it was a hood over the sheep's head. Because mm-hmm. it probably disconjointed as he was doing that eating every day. Right. Not so. Not so indeed. Oh, look, Dan's got a hat on. Yeah, he does. He usually has a hat on. Yeah, I like to give him shit. He's getting ready to leave. Well, you all enjoy your day. Um, if the weather is nice next week, I'll try to come out with you. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Because I won't be there, so Mike will have some more company. Yep. Well, there you go. Yeah. So for Saturday, I'll rest Mike all day. Sunday we might be able to make it, but Saturday won't. Know. Have a good one, you guys. It's good to see you. Are we meeting tomorrow? Yes. All right, I'll meet you guys earlier tomorrow. You have a good one. Thanks, right, guys. Bye, guys. I'll have a good day. Bye. Good, Mike. All right, bye.